Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Remember Karate Kid? Mr. Miyagi would repair... The wounds. Fuck yeah. They, they did in Cobra Kai too. I was happy. <laughs> Brought it back. <clears throat> Channel your chi, man. Chi. What we really had was. He had uh, Icy Hot. We <laughs> 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 really had Icy Hot on that. I know Miyagi's secrets. Walking Blind is hosted by overly emotional dudes who overthink and overanalyze everything. Nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. They're not professional. They're about to make that very clear. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Walking Blind Podcast. It's episode 97 of the show where we like to normalize checking on the homies. I'm Mike. That is also Mike. And uh, we're here now. We're here. 97 episodes later. We're Wait, still here. We're still here. Still queer. Uh, if you want us to stay around longer, please follow, <laughs> like, and subscribe. It helps us out a lot. Five star reviews helps out Five a star lot. Reviews. Awesome. Um, it just it just makes you a good person if you do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're watching this, like the video. If you're listening to this, yeah, give us like a review. I guess I don't know. I don't use the Apple Podcast enough to. Did Did you review our show? I did, yeah. Okay. I, I'm pretty sure I like left the review for my brother's phone, too. Like, give, me, give me your phone. Anybody with an iPhone? Yeah, give me your phone. Man. You know who's not You know who's not going to subscribe or uh, leave a review? Hmm. Ryan. To be fair, he can leave a review on Spotify. You can leave him there, too? Yeah. Oh. Leave a review on Spotify. It helps us out, too, guys, apparently. Yeah, Spotify, where we have our playlist that we update every week. Yes. You can also leave a review for the podcast. Actually, we our reviews look pretty good on Spotify. Really? Yeah, oh, shit. So, I'm pretty pumped. We should have... Um... Actually, no. <coughs> nope. Never mind. I was going to say, kind of like... Uh, like, I, I wanna, I'm saving up. I haven't looked, but I'm assuming... I don't know. 
But I want to read Lamb Goat com- comments. Oh. For like MBR. Oh. That'd be a good episode. Yeah. I, re- I remember I did it once on a live, just spare of the moment thing. And it wasn't, it wasn't creative. Dude, if you really want to see something funny, go into the Creative Void music videos and look at the comments there. Dude, like they're they're like <laughs> if I remember correctly, uh there's like uh comments about like Chubby Chuck Norris in there. Yes, dude. Uh there's uh these guys look older than my dad. Oh my god. <laughs> dude, and how long ago was that? It was, it was ten years ago. Imagine now. Mm. That you know what? Out of everybody, I feel like Jake aged the best. Jake's yeah now. Actually, yeah, he's, you know the salt and pepper look looks good on him. He's he's trim. Let the rest of us just let me take it back. Steve looks great too. Yeah, Steve, Steve looks great too. Steve me and Williams great. look like dog shit. He doesn't look dog shit. Steve just looks the same. <laughs> Steve, yeah, he grew his hair out for a little bit too, and. Yeah, but read those comments. Those comments are interesting. Oh man! Now you said that. Now I'm like afraid to go read old MBR. <laughs> uh. So I, um, before we jump into any mental health checks or any stories, mm-hmm. I have something that I need to ask you. This is a serious question. Okay. When's the last time that you like fell, like legitimately fell down? Fell down? Yeah, like like not like oh I tripped and stumbled and caught myself. Like, when's the last time you fell and you landed on the ground? <clears throat> I feel like I did on tour. Has it been in your thirties? It was in my thirties. I fell. I yeah, I've had it falling pretty hard. Okay, I'm trying to think. It's like uh, it's like as an adult, like last time you got like hurt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, well, while you think about that, let me explain why I'm asking this question. I, uh, had a very cartoon-like fall (laughs) off of a ladder. Oh, shit. Onto a cactus. What the fuck? (laughs) So, um, you know, my, my dad has, uh, he's getting older and like basically has arthritis like all up and down his spine now. Mm. His back's just jacked up. Um, so on Sunday morning, I went over there to help him like mow the lawn. And then he's been having issues with birds basically perching above like the doorways in his house. So he ordered those little spikes that keep the birds off. Oh yeah. <clears throat> so I went to go put him up there. Right. Um, so I pull the ladder out and I go up there and I'm putting the spikes up and then I get down I move the ladder, put the spikes up, get down, move the ladder, put the spikes up. And, um, the third time around, as I'm coming down the ladder, <clears throat> I slip. Right, like foot slips, and I'm pretty good about my balance, so I put a foot down to go and catch myself. Right, like not worried, not stressed at all. Mm. Catch myself. The back of my heel hits this big pot that I didn't know was there, which had a cactus in it. So as I'm trying to correct myself, my back heel hits it, which has it slip out, which means I slipped out, and I just went. <laughs> Take me Lord. <laughs> my back. And then I just land on this cactus, right? Oh. And then I roll over. <clears throat> and this whole time it happened so fast. It was like slip, slip, <laughs> back, and then rolled over. And then I landed on my on my hands. And I did a push-up and stood up. And I was like, <clears throat> and tried to play it off like nothing happened. Like you didn't just fall on a cactus. And my mom was in the kitchen. She comes out. She's like, 
did you just fall? And I'm like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. She's back. like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. I look down. One of the branches of the cactus is broken off. <laughs> I have like this, like the stickers, like all in the back of my leg and like a little bit on the back of my shirt. And I was like, I'm going to feel this later. I'm going to feel this later. <sighs> and today I'm very sore. Dude, how did you <laughs> fall on a cactus when I was literally in Joshua Tree? Did like, you walk near cactuses? Yeah. Isn't that cacti. what those fucking things are? Cacti. Cacti. Oh. <clears throat> wow. What a concise statement. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so I... Uh, it felt like a cartoon. Like, it felt like it like wait. I slipped on a banana peel. Wait, is this on, is this on camera? No, they don't have any... They don't have cameras in the room. I wish they did. Because I... Like, it happened so fast, I wish I would have seen, like... So if you say the ah. cop, it happened so fast. <laughs> it happened so fast. I don't know what happened. It just happened so fast. <clears throat> Wait, so when you when you fell, so the was the so the jar you hit was the cactus jar or the, the cactus jar? Dang. Yeah. So like the so the ladder's in front of me, mm-hmm. and my foot kind of slips off one of the rungs of the ladder, and I just go to put it behind me to plant on the ground, but there was the cactus pot there. Right? This. Dude. My my shin hit the the ladder, like as I was going oh, back, gosh. it was just all bad. Did you scream while you went down or anything? No, not really. I but I I I feel like I remember hitting the concrete, like I felt my body, my whole old ass body, hit the concrete and go. I haven't done this in a while. Yeah. <laughs> I just stood back up. Like it was so jarring because I really haven't fallen down like that in yeah. a long time. Like you might like you go hiking and you like kind of slip and gravel, but mm-hmm. you like correct yourself or like you trip and catch yourself i full on like like my body smacked the pavement and i was like what just happened <laughs> what's the word the most <clears throat> my pride <laughs> you're like you're like the neighbors watching everything yeah um but like i, I was uh yeah i i was thinking about it and i like got up and looked around and like there's so there's this video and and it's fucked up because I just watched this video and I was laughing about it, right? <clears throat> Karma, there's this video where there's a guy on his roof and it's from the, the ring cam and he's like hanging uh, Christmas lights. And he just goes and like comes flying down the ladder, like hits his leg, flips, <laughs> lands on the lands on the ground, and just stands right up. His wife comes out. Are you OK? He's like, yeah, fine. <laughs> and that's how that's how I reacted. Right. <clears throat> but then there's this video that has that clip as part of it, and it says there's two types of men out there. I've seen this. And it shows like the the guy in like the K-pop band who like twists his ankle. <laughs> he kind of twists his ankle on the stairs, and then he's crying. Yeah, he's crying. Um, like he's crying. They, like wrap it like it's almost like it's, it needs to be in a cat. Yeah. And then there's the second guy who goes flying off of his roof, like hits a six foot ladder twice, and she gets up like, yeah, I'm fine. It's all good. It's all good. And that's that's all I felt in that moment, like body hit haven't been here in a while let me just stand back up and play it off it's, it's bad enough to fall and then you fell into a cactus and then it was in splint- front of my mom <laughs> Dude, my that, mom's cooking in the kitchen for those of you keeping score at home so michael since i've turned 40 he's had something happened to his finger yep i don't, I don't know what to call it mallet finger mallet finger yeah you've fallen off a ladder fallen off a ladder landed on a cactus I felt like you got sick longer from Taco Bell than I did. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now we've got this chest congestion going on. Which I think I gave to you. I think I got from you. Yeah. Cool, it's man. It's COVID. You have COVID. Sick, dude. 
haven't had COVID this whole time. I I want to. It's I don't think I have it, but um, I felt it. I felt so on 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 Saturday when we hung out. I like I didn't sleep very well the night before, and so I just chalked it up to being tired and how I mm-hmm. felt because I didn't feel great. But like I never felt like overly bad. Like like yesterday I felt I was like <clears throat> I was telling Jordan and I was like I just don't I was like I don't feel good. Hmm. I was like, but I don't but I don't feel not good enough to like not do something. Yeah. I felt like annoyed. You're like, I don't feel not good enough to go out and get my friends sick. <laughs> Dude, I rallied. I was, being, I was being fucking, I was being brave. Stunning and bold. You also, threw, you, bold. you also threw out Cornerstone, so I was like. I did. I did. I'm sorry, Jesse. Last, <laughs> it was literally last minute. It was literally we last didn't, minute. We didn't, even, we didn't even do coffee. <clears throat> we didn't. I know, I texted you guys. Um. It was, uh, it, so I didn't go hang out with Ryan and Andrew because, like, Emily had a birthday party and it was going to be too much to drive out and then come back and, like, you know, and I can't bowl anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so. What if it would have made you better with the way your fingers are in? Like bowling like this? Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> 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 but what if I got so good at bowling like this that I could never bowl regularly again? had to like you know put on people put on a bowling glove i gotta put on a fucking <laughs> put that thing again? Dude, no. <clears throat> um so yeah and then we literally like we drove out there ate and then drove back and then we went our separate ways yeah. um <clears throat> and uh so we sat down and actually the, one of the things that we did talk about was um how for this show we want to get things moving on feels on wheels yeah <clears throat> um which has been, we bought the van, you know, great. We use it when we need to. We use it for, um, we need to load up the homies. At this point, it's know. more of a tour. At this point, it's more of a tour van. It's more of a tour van than it is uh, what the intention was mm-hmm. buying the van. So uh, we talked about potentially setting up like a GoFundMe mm-hmm. to see if we can get the feels on wheels all built out and on the road that way we can get uh things rolling as far as uh being able to get to shows talk to our friends mm-hmm. talk to um you know uh the the bands that are coming through in town while they're on tour because logistically when it comes to touring and it comes to things like that like there is a lot of downtime mm-hmm. once load in happens there's a lot of just chilling in between then yeah. and the time the show starts also once you load in for the most part unless like you're at home and you have friends that come by and can take you places you're kind of stuck within a few mile radius or pretty much walking distance of of any venue that you're playing because you don't want to spend your money on ubering somewhere just to you know get somewhere and then so it's it's tough for us to really pull um you know especially friends when they come through on tours to get them to get like let's say they're going to play at chain to get them to drive the hour yeah. here, do an hour podcast, and then drive back before their yeah, show. Not, it's just not. not gonna it doesn't happen. make sense. <clears throat> so, um, we're we're planning on doing like this this little GoFundMe to 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 see if we can raise some money to get that feels on wheels up and running and get those episodes started because I feel like it would be sick and I feel like it'd be really great content for everybody that does listen yeah. to the show and does kind of support. Um. <clears throat> Also, that being said, I'm gonna say it on the episode so that we're 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 
beholden to it. Uh, we're trying to get a couple new shirts out yeah. before the holidays. That way we can um, get some new mer- merch rolling. Um, we did the first shirt, not expecting the response that we got. From yeah. it. it was just kind of like a, let's do a shirt more so that we could have shirts because we, <laughs> we wanted to wear them like for, for yeah, the stage, shows. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the response was sick. So, um, you know, we had kind of thrown out in our walking blind group chat, like, do you guys want to see that old shirt come back or do you guys want to see something new? And it seems like the response we got was to get something new. So, um, not saying that the old shirt is gone forever, but as of right now, we're going to work on, I, I, we have two designs pretty much together, at least the idea and concept of those two designs that we want to put out. So, uh, there's a lot of things that we're trying to work on with the main, uh, intention of it being ways to better the show and like kind of make this, you know, like we're coming up on a hundred episodes. Yeah. Feels on wheels guys is, is the show like that. I think so. That's feels on wheels would be, it's going to be like, that's going to be the show. If nothing else, we can use it to go get food. And film Please. ourselves doing it. <laughs> Please donate money to us. So, but yeah, part of the Feels on Wheels thing is that we are going to have the cameras set up while we drive and while yeah. we get to where we need to yeah, go. Like so we, there'll be like behind the scenes content. Uh, some of our lo- <clears throat> favorite local businesses, business yeah. owners that we would want want to get on. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I feel like there's just a lot of cool shit. Once again, we're back in that territory where like there's cool shit on the way. Yeah, cool shit's coming, guys. Cool shit's coming. And... It did. It's happened, guys. It, it's we- happened before. So we're going to make it happen again. Um, <clears throat> you know, so that was, yeah, it was, it was a nice, it was a nice little, little brainstorming session. Yeah. Nice little meeting. Um, Dude, you guys, you guys have no idea how fast Mike's brain, <laughs> that Mike, how fast his brain works when we're throwing out ideas. I would like, we threw, I forgot what our initial <clears throat> idea was. I was still stuck there and he had already moved on. And then we we're like, and then we we're like had a t-shirt idea, and I was like, okay, cool. And I'm thinking about have working on the t-shirt idea, and then he like he like spit off like three more different types of ideas for a t-shirt. I was just like, oh like fuck, I was like, I just, I'm the idea guy. Your idea guy for I'm sure. Idea guy. We just need you know we need a little uh, poking and prodding to actually get them done once the ideas are uh. out there. You know, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's there is one idea, and I was saying like I I would love to use it for the podcast, but if if it doesn't get used for the podcast, it has to be used for like a clothing brand. It's such a good idea, but I don't want to give it away on the show because oh, I don't no, want to use it. No, yeah, we can't. We can't, we we can't, can't say what it is. It is so maybe three shirts. Yeah, maybe three shirts. That shirt. Yeah, yeah. We have to do that. Shirt. We have to do it. That one has to happen. It is. I can't believe. <laughs> I can't believe we have it. Yeah, like that idea that we have. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. It's I, so like, good. I don't even. I'll, I'll tell you what it is when we go to dinner, uh, Jesse. But it's amazing. I'm not saying that to like. No. 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 Like, <laughs> toot my own horn. It's good. It's like when you said it, I'll just like. I literally thought of that idea as we were driving. Yeah. Like that second, I was like, "Oh, how sick would this be?" Here's this. Yeah. And it's like there it is. The shirt. Sick. Cool. Yeah, yeah, dude. <clears throat> that being said, I'm gonna be hitting up Gabe this week to do two of the designs yeah. that we that we've talked about, and then uh, an artist to do now a third one, <clears throat> press. So, 
yeah. Uh, cool, cool things. Cool, cool things. shit coming, guys. Cool things on the way, guys. Uh, we've been doing this for this is ninety seven episodes, and I feel like we, we we've got a guest lined up for a hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, that is probably not somebody that you guys are going to expect. No, but uh, so we won't really get to talk about the fact that we're almost at a hundred episodes on that episode. But it's it's mind it's mind boggling. It's not, yeah. <laughs> Monkeys out of the bottle. <laughs> yeah. Well, that being I, I still like saying we're like if we can do three episodes, then yeah. I feel like I feel like we we could probably continue on, and if we get to seven, then we'll know. Okay, yeah, we can we can do the podcast. What's crazy <laughs> is that like I, I I think back to to like the first couple episodes, and I feel like that was still when we were we were in this um like I had pitched you the idea of the podcast, and it was like I'm just gonna be here to help facilitate things like i'm just gonna help you do this show you're gonna do this show and i'm gonna i'm gonna be basically in the jesse chair but I'll, i might have some questions and things to help guide this the show along and what by episode technically three yeah, even though we split up the first couple of episodes we were like no i guess i guess i'm here now yeah is <clears throat> you're the you're the reluctant <laughs> the reluctant front man yeah Story of my life. <laughs> I don't know. It's funny. Neither, neither of us wanted to be frontman. It's true. I feel like... I feel like my personality a little more crazier, the fact that I'm a frontman. Yeah. For you, it's a little more um, shocking. Yeah. Most people, most people when, when they meet you and they don't know nothing about you playing in bands or whatever, are shook when they find out one that you are in a band, and two the type of band that you play in. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I was. Oh, what were we talking about? I li- we literally just had this conversation with Jordan, and I kept having to like go back, and she's like, "Yeah, no, I know. I'm saying it's weird that you're in a, that you're." Oh, what, what were you saying? I'm just saying how like I just how I don't I don't like to talk I don't like talking to people. <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry. I don't like I don't like I don't like talking to big groups of people. Yeah, that's what I don't like. I don't like being in front of people. I don't like speaking in front of people. One on ones, I'm great. Love it. Like, I love one on one conversations. But um, I, 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 what were we talking? We were talking about something. And I was just like, dude, I don't. I was like, I was like, yeah. I don't. I don't want to do that. That doesn't sound like. That doesn't sound fun to me. For it, it's the. I feel like be, like the position that we've put ourselves in. One doing a podcast where we're both hosting. Mm. Two, both of us reluctantly became frontmen of bands and then stayed there. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> it would have been very easy at any point in time to, after that first time, just be like, nope, I'm just gonna go back to yeah playing guitar, playing guitar or playing bass or whatever. <clears throat> um. But then also like like I I am very very bad at taking compliments. Like when people come up to me and yes. they're like, "Oh dude, that was sick." Or like, "Dude, hey, great job on this." I'm like, "Uh uh, uh Thanks, appreciate it. Okay. I, I I love you a lot." <laughs> like I, I I shut down. I like legitimately shut down. Like I <clears throat> even at work like if I get praised for something, I have to make a joke out of it so that I don't get weird. 
are just not good at like attention and yeah. shit. <clears throat> I've I've thankfully I someone said just say thank you and don't make it weird. <laughs> so they told me. <laughs> I was like, That's Somebody cool. told you straight yeah. up like, hey man, just yeah, they're like just say thank you and don't make it. But sometimes I feel like an asshole when I do that. Yeah. Broken, we are. We're <laughs> fucking. We're damaged. Well, yeah. <laughs> we're so broken. It's just weird. It's it's crazy. <coughs> Being especially for music. Being complimented yeah. for something that is so one, it's an art. Two, it's so subjective. Yeah. Like to be complimented on it. Like, even still, I still there's like things that happen. I'm just like. That's nuts. Like when I when I tell people like thank you so much for still listening to us. Yeah. Or coming like for the tour like coming coming to the show. Yeah. Like, oh you know yeah I would have missed it. It's like, dude, dude, there are so many bands and we've been gone for a long time. <laughs> You're like arguing why they shouldn't be. Yeah, I'm like show. making a point to them why they shouldn't. Do have you heard this band? Yeah. Have you heard this? <clears throat> but, I I, one time had somebody, compliment me on, I forget what song it was. One of the songs. Um, on a Creative Void record, lyric <clears throat> the lyric content, and I was like, "Why?" <laughs> like that was my 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 visceral initial response. Like, like, the what? song's about Batman. Why? Batman. Yeah, I don't. Not, I don't know Batman. I don't know why that song connects to you. Um, <clears throat> and I like in my head, I always feel like I feel like I I write weird. Like I feel like I don't write in the sense of like, I don't write very straightforward and simple shit to chant. Yeah, I try to, but like. I get too wordy or I try and like, oh, it'd be really cool if I told this as a fucking somebody writing their life story down and they haven't written the next part yet. And like there's all these fucking weird metaphors and shit. And then I'm like, who the fuck is going to enjoy this? It's going to be so confusing. But yet <clears throat> there's a bunch of weirdos out there. <laughs> You're like, but yet there's 128 monthly listeners. <laughs> I, I used to, <laughs> for Oda Logan, I used to say on stage, I'd be like, this next song, you shouldn't be able to relate to, because you're not Wolverine, <laughs> yeah. something like that, or like, you're not Logan, so don't, <clears throat> don't come up and tell me that this song means anything to you, <laughs> or something like that. Uh, I just, I, I feel like I, I, I've made it a goal to include at least one comic book song on every in every project creative void we had gotham torch culture we had under the hood mm -hmm. oh yeah so you know see for jesse jesse gets it jesse gets it you know he didn't you know he's so <laughs> confused right now oh man anyways <clears throat> i legit thought under the hood was about a car <laughs> <laughs> How sick fair. would that be? That's I'm fair. just I'm just angry, like trying to fix <laughs> trying to fucking fix the carburetor. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just about being a mechanic. No one needs to know my name or my face. Yeah. Just know I'm working under the hood. That, sh <laughs> that should be the music video. Yeah. That should be the music video. Just hiding behind the fucking... Dude. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. <clears throat> well. We're going to get our mental health check. Mental health check. <laughs> mental health check is where we like to check in weekly, see where we are mentally. Uh, that way, if uh, if things are going well, what are we doing that is, you know, helping us? And, uh, and if 
if we're not, maybe what are we neglecting to do that is keeping us in a funk? Who's going first? You can go first. You go first. Um, mentally, I feel like I'm doing well. Um, which is, is like, it's kind of crazy just because I feel like there's, right now I'm like at that, I'm like at that crossroads, I feel like, idea-wise. There's a lot of things that I have that I want to do and then the things that I'm doing and things that, uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. All I was hearing in my head was Bone Thugs and Harmony. Bone Thugs, dude. <laughs> you said Crossroads. <clears throat> but when it's time to die, I gotta go bye bye. All the thug could do was cry, cry. Why'd I kill my dog? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I miss my uncle Charles, y'all. <laughs> dude. They are so freaking good. They came out in the 90s and nothing else. No one sounds. No one. No one. No one does that. No one sounds like them. The album is so freaking good. Mentally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, mentally, I feel like I'm doing well. I don't, I don't know. Episodes. Nine, episodes. But I feel like we've gotten better when we like go on our crazy True. tangents. Yeah. Uh, as, we're about, as we're about to do right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my beautiful girlfriend Jordan, she uh, she she loves the podcast, so she listens to the new episodes. But she also went back. She started from the beginning, mm-hmm. and so just so I can like, I'm like, what are you listening to? Yeah. <laughs> like, where, where in my life was yeah. I? And um, and so I, I've gone through and I'll listen. And I'll just like, I'll be like, oh my gosh, you guys. <laughs> and it's funny because I I'm like, oh fuck, I can see. I like I know why my brain did that. Mm-hmm. But like, like stay the course. Like I'm even telling myself that as I'm watching. Anyway, here we are, episode 97, and we still do this shit. So, um, yeah. Um, mentally, I feel like I'm doing well. A uh, lot of stuff in the air, things I'm trying to figure out. But um, but I feel good about it. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that I had like two days of rest, mm-hmm. of real rest. I got to go to. Um, Jordan and I went to Joshua Tree, and we didn't do anything. We had nothing planned, which, not a thing with us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not, not a thing. <clears throat> and it was I've nice. seen you guys do nothing since you started dating. Yeah, and we did nothing. We literally we watched. Uh, we caught. We're not. We didn't see the last one, but we watched John Wick movies basically while we were there. Okay. And then caught up on a couple of TV shows and stuff, and uh, it was just nice, just doing nothing and having nothing planned. Um, so I feel like that was good. And then, uh, I'm in just singing, getting my, my voice ready to record some songs. And, uh, yeah, I, I feel, I feel, I feel good. Aside from <laughs> COVID that we may, have, may, <laughs> may or may not have had. Yeah. Um, this COVID swap. Yeah. Done. But, uh, yeah, I feel good. <clears throat> where, where are you at, Michael? Um, <clears throat> I'm good. I mean, other than this little, you know, weird little congestion thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I fell on a cactus. You know, those things happen. Um, <clears throat> Metaphorically and physically. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, kind of, like I said, like I've been over at my dad's, like helping him out with some stuff. Uh, kind of doing little projects around the house that, that he just hasn't been able to do. Um, <clears throat> most of it is like yard work stuff pulling weeds and mowing the lawn and kind of getting everything nice. Um, 
<clears throat> but uh, other than that, man, I'm 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 actually I feel good. I'm in a pretty good. I'm in a pretty good headspace. Yeah. Um, you know, like I I try and be as open and like. Um, I think one of the things about this show is like, normally, in my life, I tend to to not talk about the things that like may I may be struggling with or that may be going wrong. Right. But <clears throat> I had a realization that like I, I've been, especially with the show, I've been trying to make a conscious effort to be open about just like life yeah. shit, you know, because um, part of this is really that like just to show that like even the normal stresses of life can pile up and can, yeah. can like add up, you know, and um, <clears throat> I've kind of felt this week like I like I just it feels like things are starting to fall into place and really just start to go in a good direction. So, um, it's been like pretty positive, especially even around the house too. Like, um, you know, with, with things kind of going positive in Karima's, um, realm of things too. Like you could tell with her, like her, her attitude and mentality is a lot more positive. As good, well. man. That kind of like translates to the whole household. Yeah. Um, Happy yeah. wife, happy life, or something like that. So, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and then uh, I, I did, I did tell her that I was going to be buying another guitar. Um, not, I haven't yet. Michael hasn't told me this yet, but I'm going to. I, just sure. Jesse knows. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, <laughs> I one's list, one's listed for sale. One, <laughs> one's listed for sale. One's Martin's, one's for sale. Um, yeah, and then uh, oh, I and also one of the uh, one of the jams that um, uh, Broken Bodies, like there's that crazy ass riff. I had an epiphany moment this week. Maybe this is part of why, um, um, like I've been like on a positive uptrend. I had mm-hmm. an, epi- an epiphany on like what I was doing wrong and why I kept fucking up this riff that Ryan wrote. Mm-hmm. He's a madman, and uh, and like it clicked it clicked and I was like, Oh, that's what I was doing, which was in my head. I was trying to, and this sounds, this sounds real, real simple for real guitar players out there. Uh, (laughs) I was like trying to, I I was trying to down pick everything on that riff. Mm. Like just trying to really fast down pick everything. And literally the second I was like, wait, why am I down picking all this? And I started like switching my picking Mm -hmm. patterns. Dude, it was like, Oh, this is what I've been doing wrong the whole time. So that was just like a, like, and it's not like I never knew to do anything different. It just, I just don't know why I just had it in my head to only do it this one way. And I was struggling. So I guess in a mentality wise, like sometimes a little change is all you need, man, to just make things a little better. See what I fucking did there? Dude. That's awesome. Don't you know? Yeah. What? One of the things that I, you know, kind of piggybacking on, like, just with the with the podcast, I feel, I, I hope it kind of shows, like, one, we don't have things figured out, which I'm no. sure that no. we made that pretty clear. Uh, and that, uh, you know, it's it literally is like, you know, we do this once a week, but, like, you know, mental health and what we talk about with this stuff, it's a daily thing. And a lot of times it's, you know, not to be, it, I, don't, I don't want this to be a negative thing, but it's like, a lot of times it's like the, the bad stuff takes over a lot and it's what comes to the forefront a lot but i hope that we kind of uh you know we kind of talk about things we try to do 
I feel like um, last week when I said, I was like, oh, I'm trying to get sleep. I actually, and I did it. I'm like, I did it. I'm like one for how many episodes are we on? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and I, I think, I hope, I hope anyone who's listening uh, realizes like, it's just like a process. It's like a thing you choose. You literally choose, you choose to do a lot of this stuff daily and to be intentional about it. And it is good to kind of have goals that you set for yourself each week and, you know, and to monitor things like, you know, I've, I've, I try to be really good about monitoring like myself and, uh, just cause that way, whenever there's any, any, uh, anything's happening, like any outliers in your life, it makes it a little easier to be like, Oh, this feels out of rhythm. This feels out of step. What's going on. So I don't know. I hope, I hope that we at least have, have demonstrated that like, we don't have it figured out, we and uh, <laughs> but we're we every, every day we try, every day we try, and uh, and we like to come here once a week and basically show you how we have not succeeded. <laughs> yeah, we, got, we have not succeeded yeah. in a lot of. We're things. trying. Yeah, we're, we're trying our best. Yeah. Um, I did want to. Uh, I think I had texted you about it, but I I wanted to pull this up. So there is a um, Instagram page that's kind of. Uh, built up some hype especially within the past few months um which is basically inland empire based like pit cam videos mm. from like the ie hardcore show so it's pit cam vids mm. um <clears throat> and it's run by this dude named jason i'm not gonna say his last name because i don't want to put his business out there completely yeah. but i did ask him if he wanted to come on the show cool um because you know so so this is something that um yeah, I'm kind of curious to get your opinion on and um, also like to see um, <clears throat> like if this is something that you noticed on tour, because it seems like and especially from the comments on his post that like um, that it's not just an IE thing. Right. So basically he and, and I won't fully um, go into it uh, because I believe that it's still on his page. Let me see. But he basically um, <clears throat> posted that, like, essentially, um, you know, I think it was posted a story. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. But essentially, like, he was wanting to walk away from the hardcore scene um, because he felt like, one, he was starting to get targeted at shows. Um, <clears throat> and um, he also felt like hardcore was, like, hardcore shows were the place for him to work through trauma and, you know, like, um, for what he said, like, his mental illness issues and things like that. Um, in a way that he couldn't do elsewhere. But now, um, based on people's reactions and based on like the direction that the scene's going, it's become more of like a, it's become more of a source of anxiety and depression 
then it was an outlet mm. for him. Um, <clears throat> and I don't know if this was just like a, like a temporary thing in the moment, but you know, he was kind of saying that like the scene isn't what it used to be or like what we loved about the hardcore scene where it's like, you're in a pit, you get knocked down, somebody picks you up, you know, now it's become like more, I guess almost like a toxic violent, every man for himself. Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think I've, I've talked about this in the past, like with, with my kind of viewpoints on crews and things like that. And like I've said before, my issue is not with crews themselves. It's not with being in a crew. It's yeah. the dudes that join the crews just to have somebody to back them up when they go out and just start fights. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> um, I understand the brotherhood aspect of it. I understand like the, the family connection, like having those ties that you may not have outside yeah. of this, but my issue is with the guys that are doing this solely to go to shows to just fight people or to, you know, cause a ruckus or to like, you know, whatever. Um, <clears throat> but I'm kind of curious when you were on the road and when you were on tour, uh, was the scene the same as what it was when you left like seven years ago? Mm. <clears throat> or do you feel like it's changed? Do you feel like it's different? I mean, NBR, I feel like NBR shows are, are kind of almost a different beast in and of itself because you guys are so, like, your message is mental health and your message is positivity and things like that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But, I mean, we've, I mean, we've also, but we've done tours with Lionheart, Death Before the Sonner. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Straight From The Path. Like, we've, we've been, we've done, uh, heavier shows and i don't know i think i feel like everything kind of does a whole a whole uh like self-correction basically mm -hmm. like i kind of call this as far as like um <clears throat> i was like when shows come back and when the world opens up it's gonna yeah it's, i was like there's gonna be i thought there's gonna be like a big bigger um i guess there is a, like a push of love and like people like hooking up and shit because it's like they're out and they can and a lot of them have been like locked away yeah <laughs> for a long time basically um and i thought with music too same thing like i felt like i felt like uh when shows came back i was like i feel like they're gonna be like crazy violent at first you know mm -hmm. or maybe or maybe uh i guess another extreme event would have been like it would have been like really soft because people were just like happy to be around each other again but i kind of thought it'd be more <clears throat> anything that what it was would be more heightened yeah you know um, Which I mean, I don't even like. I don't even. Have, I don't have a problem with the violence. Yeah, same. It's like I don't have a problem with fucking misconception. Yeah, and Mike Perez. I I love violence and hardcore. Like, yeah, but like, but, but when it's when it's done, I don't. I don't like seeing people sucker punching people. Yeah, I don't like seeing people throwing trash cans at people. Yeah, that you know. If you're willing throw to throw a trash can at your friend, right? Don't okay. throw a trash can at somebody who yeah. like has nothing to do with it. Yeah. If you're a willing participant in a lot of stuff, like, I, and I, Great. and you know, and I also, I also still stand behind, like, you know, that's what makes hardcore special. It's like you need to seek it out. Yeah. You're like, yeah, sure, you can be invited to a show, but like to consistently be a part of the scene and to go to shows, you, you need. If you've sought it out, then you, you should have somewhat of an understanding of like you have an idea of. What yeah. This is. this is this is what it's gonna be. So I mean. There's, there are certain bands that, you know, it's like, it is kind of expected, you know, like you're going to throw shit or you're going to fly through whatever you can or, yeah. you know, and that's, as long as everyone's in that agreement, mm -hmm. I'm all for it. Like go ape shit, be nuts. But, you know, I think when it, when it kind of, when it's like not in that 
And you're also, you know, maybe you, you know, it sucks that he says he felt targeted because you don't just throw that at loosely, especially if you're in the, in the hardcore scene. Yeah. You know, you know, uh, so I, that kind of seems like a bummer. You know, I don't know. I don't know why he would be targeted. Maybe he's on the outskirts of, you know, a group that's there or a band rivalry. I have no idea. Hardcore I don't is, know. you know, <clears throat> but I don't know. As far as like, as far as like, uh, then to now, like. I'm seeing all these, I'm seeing like a lot of the, like the videos, you know, a lot of, obviously we see a lot of IE stuff because we're from here and we get those in our, our, our algorithm. Right. But I mean, I feel like all over, like there's places in like, um, like Indonesia has been crazy. Their videos are popping up. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, you see some gnarly stuff, but it's like, this was all here, you know, 15, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. And you know? arguably probably more violent back then yeah in a different way in a different way you know um so i don't know i just think i think everything kind of comes around and and, uh you know things come back uh i feel like there are like overcorrections and things Mm -hmm. um i don't know i i i want to it's i i kind of feel like that one it sucks i hate that anyone has a bad experience with something like music and the hardcore scene I feel like when the hardcore scene done well, I I truly feel like there's nothing like it. Um, but when it's not, then I can see it being very alienating, um, very dangerous. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I I I uh, I like to think that it's you know some of the stuff eventually corrects itself. Um. And. Uh, That's the AC. Oh yeah. Just confused. More than usual. <clears throat> yeah. But, um, I, I think that, like, because I, I, dude, I even remember, like, there's, there's been a handful of times where, you know, I've been, I've been at shows, I've been at hardcore shows, I've been in the pit, and I've been hit fucking hard. Yeah. And been like, oh shit. Okay. Like that, you know, like, and having that, like, you get rocked and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. We're here now. You yeah. know what I mean? And, like, that was, that's fun. Yeah. But, like kind of like what you've pointed out, what you like, and I've seen Jesse in the pit, and it's fucking terrifying. Like I've I've seen Jesse, like go hard while I was on stage, and I was like, oh my god, whoever's around him, like please, <laughs> please be safe. <laughs> but like at the you know, and I and I remember being, and I remember like, you know, fucking circle pits, and like, just just, I remember my fist connecting with people's faces yeah. and being like. That was solid, right? But afterwards, the mentality was like, hey, we're all in this together. Like, I'll fucking shake your hand mm-hmm. right afterwards. It wasn't like malice. It wasn't yeah. a place of like, I came here to fuck you up. I've been in my fair share of fights where people have wanted to fight after that. And it's been like, <clears throat> either they were new or weren't part of this whole scene or they showed up to fight, yeah. right? And and I think that's where that's where my frustration comes from because... At the end of the day, like this is an outlet for for us, for people that are going to shows. Like this is your like we're all here because you know, we joked about it earlier, but like we're all here because we're fucked up in some sort of way. And this is like this is way where we found our place. Right. And like, you know, we were like almost like it sounds corny, but like we're like the fucking outcast kids, the you know, the punk rock kids that just like didn't get along with anybody else. And we found our people. Yeah. And what it's frustrating and, and sad to see is like, Hey, I found my people, but they're pushing me out. 
Mm, right. Yeah. Like, and it feels like what, what do you do at that point? Like we're supposed to be here because we fucking, we all love this shit. Like you've, you've said it countless times. Like you guys have something in common and it's this. Yeah. So what can you, you, you guys may have more in common than that. <clears throat> and that's what's sad to see. Like, I don't want to see anybody like walk away from the scene or from this music or from, you know, all this shit because people are just assholes, yeah. you know, like it sucks. And, it, and like I saw it and I, and I messaged him. I was like, dude, like this, I was like, I don't, we don't know each other. I don't, I really don't know you, but this bums me out. Like I, like I'm really like, I'm sad to see this happen. Like I'm really sad that to see that you're feeling this way. And we, you know, we shot a couple messages back and forth and he was like, <laughs> apparently he's been coming to show since 06. So when he watched the podcast and saw it was us, I didn't realize it was you two. (laughs) Yeah, hello. So how are you, Steve Black? Yeah, we used to look a lot more uh, fit and thin, and you know, but so yeah, I hopefully he'll he'll come on the show and kind of kind of talk about everything because, you know, from his posts and and from like the messages, like you know, I think I feel like he's got a story to tell, even just with mental health issues, Mm -hmm. um, and and mental health adjacent things so you know hopefully we can get him on it'd be cool to kind of get his perspective and see you know as, yeah, as somebody that's been going to these shows since 06 and yeah. until now you know but I love it <clears throat> I love it especially because it's the IE yeah if uh if you guys if you haven't looked up his page and you guys saw the videos of um people in the mosh pit but there's no music and all you hear is like the breathing and sneaker sounds <laughs> and just like uh, like the grunts and stuff like that that was him that was his that was his, that was his video which <laughs> I fucking love that video it's so good <laughs> so <clears throat> or like you hear like uh, the ones where you hear like 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 shoes in like, a gym yeah speaking, and then, and then car- keys just yeah <laughs> carabiners oh my gosh it's so good man <clears throat> I mean, yeah, it's it's like I I I would like to I would like to hear hear he says because it's it, it's one thing to be like new to scene, but he's not. Yeah. And so for him to say he feels targeted, he probably it's probably some something uh something there, which is which is a bummer, man. Like like you said, I I would hate to be feeling like I was like not welcome yeah. in this place that like like yeah you know grew up in, <clears throat> loved you know try to protect the best you can. Um, I don't know. Uh, on a positive thing to that, I just I, I I I like to think that a lot of it is like just like excitement again to be yeah to have things. Cause like I'm speaking just on <coughs> on the Inland Empire, you know. Uh, we there wasn't a whole lot of places to play. Mm-hmm. Like MBR, M, just for no bragging rights, I, the last time we played Riverside, I think it was the Plum House, and we destroyed that place. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. You know, if anyone doesn't know, it's like a basically a coffee shop, right? Coffee shop bar. Is that what yeah, it was? Yeah, it was. It was like. Was that the one that was down in the basement? Mm. Was Plum House basement? No, I just remember it had like lights, like Vegas lights for the stage, and they all got kicked out. Wow. We basically had it. We gave, like, we didn't have to, but we we gave our guarantee back. Yeah, that's because we're like, you guys need to fix this. Sorry about. <laughs> I feel like last time. Creative Void played Riverside. It was Pharaoh's Den. Dang, 
You remember that spot? Yeah. The upstairs spot where you had to carry your cabinet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Dang. Yeah, you had to like, the, the, it was so narrow to get up those stairs. Like somebody had to stand like and grab the one side of the cabin, somebody from underneath. Dude, venues with stairs are the worst. Worst. Fucking hate worst. them. Um, yeah, so all that to say is like we, we never, like it was really, it was hard to find places to play. Yeah. And a lot of, like a lot, Riverside's always had music, like a lot of bands and stuff. And so it was always, it was kind of a, it was kind of a bummer that like there just wasn't very many places to play. Um, But dude, like what the, like, I know we're like old men now, but like seeing what like the young dudes are doing right now, like yeah, even the baseline as short run as it was, that's fucking sick. Like, like getting the dudes together and saying like, hey, we need a place to play, so let's fucking make that shit yeah. happen. Like from the baseline to like even was it the slab like the the outdoor yeah. spot, um, even the even the, the backyard sketchy shows. backyard shows that yeah. we were like you know. I'm scared to be here, but I fucking love it at the same time. You know, like um, the void, the void, mm-hmm. uh, and now like it seems like Haven in Pomona is really starting to pop off. Um, coming up, we have Zavalva and uh, and Desmadre. Desmadre at Raincross District, and if that pops off and that becomes a place for shows, I think that's a huge, huge thing because that's just a big open space. Yeah. Um, so if that becomes a thing. Like I, I would, that's, that's a big deal. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's, it's tough because there's so, there's a lot of good bands and there's a lot of like, especially like young up and coming bands from Riverside, from the IE that like just need places to play, you know? Yeah. And for, for any of our listeners who, who like, maybe you're not into the scene, you don't like, what's your thing? Like for a lot of like punk rock, like underground bands, like in some in some places there there will be like a venue that will allow you know those bands to come and play but um for the longest time Riverside really didn't have any mm-hmm. um the IE in general was just hard to play anywhere in the IE <clears throat> and the last standing place for some of some of that became Chain Reaction yeah Chain became like the home show yeah. even for bands as far this far out yeah and like <clears throat> you know for some places it that doesn't seem like a big deal for a band like I'll just use no bragging as, as an example for us we're from Riverside you know and yeah it's only 40 minutes to get Anaheim but to call that a home show when we we used to have venues here yeah they're gone it it's it just you know I've always been super grateful to play chain you know whatever we like I've always, I've always been grateful for that but it was it never felt right calling that a home show right because it's we're not from we're not from Anaheim we're not an OC band. Um, and so, yeah, so like a, for venues to be a place that, you know, you can always count on like every weekend there's something going to happen there, you know, uh, that that like that does so much for like, you know, that did so much. I, I was thankfully when I was in high school, we had the showcase theater, Yeah, you know, and we did have Chain Reaction, which we could go to also. Mm-hmm. We had the barn in UCR, which is a college venue. And so we had these things and. You know, like I glass house side stage glass house. Yeah. yeah. And I'm thankful. I, I feel very, I felt grateful. Like I felt like if those venues were gone, I would have gone into so much trouble. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't have gotten into music the way I was able to. I feel very blessed. I've had those places when I was in high school at that, at that age. 
and I just, I felt so, I felt, I really felt for that generation. I felt like that lost all that, mm. you know, and it, it's just, it's, it's really cool to see what's happening. Like you said, backyard shows, these places that aren't venues, um, you know, venues, whatever, but it's like, if you can get a PA in there, yeah, like it's yeah. cool to see what happens. It's cool to see. And I think that what's happening with the shows going on, you know, the whole, the, what happens at the shows, the violence and all that stuff, take that out of it. It's just cool to see that there's excitement for it. Yeah, there's so many kids sure. showing up for all that yeah. stuff. So, yeah. yeah actually yeah churches were like even yeah churches were a big thing I used to, I used to book shows, used to book shows out of my out of my brother my brother's church you know yeah you know um so it's interesting I don't maybe I'm just maybe I'm, I'm not in the scene as much I don't I haven't known of a church around here that's been doing shows Weird. Last one I knew that was doing shows, obviously this was back when we were playing, was The Ship. The Ship, yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> somebody got thrown through a window during one of our yeah. sets, and that was that. Um, <clears throat> yeah. But, I don't know. I'm, I, uh, I'm happy to see if there's excitement again in, in an area here like that didn't really have it for a long time. But um, I just, I, I just wish that we had... Like, th there's no way that we would, even if the OG building were to open for showcase, we wouldn't have the same feel of the OG showcase that we had yeah, back in the day. Just right? different now. <clears throat> um, like, part of it was the bands that had gone through there. Like, you know, kind of like they talk about, like, legendary venues, right? Like, you look at, like, the Whiskey, or you look at, like, mm -hmm. Knitting Factory, CBGB, fucking, you know, yeah. all these big rock and roll venues that you know they people say like and i always thought it was corny um until i associated it with showcase and i was like oh i get it right? yeah but like when people say like you can you could feel the energy of all the bands that have passed through here right showcase was that for us yep like you know you get you could see <clears throat> you'd be at a sick-ass punk show one night and then the next night you're at the dopest metalcore show yep. um you know and then like fucking the next night like terror would come through and just destroy the place right yep. but it, like every time you went there like it was just like it was this this place that was one super welcoming like two even like getting to play there was exciting yeah like i remember i remember i played in um a band called declare your war and when we first played there i think it was with you guys and i was like holy shit like i'm finally playing on the stage that like i've watched so yeah. many shows at and <clears throat> i really wish that we had something like that in Riverside because the venues that are here now it's like they're like the cap is so high that you can't throw right. small shows there no um <clears throat> you know places like uh shit what's the one in Riverside um but the Romano's one but it's not Romano's anymore no that one shut down yeah uh, that was the concert lounge. Yeah. And they moved back to their old location oh, which would have been cool I, I like that room <clears throat> I really like that room too um, we watched the showcase documentary in there. Yep, I saw ignite. Uh, I saw ignite there. Saw ignite there. We saw voodoo. Mm -hmm. um, Codename code played there. Um, the municipal there's on that. Yeah, municipal Riverside Municipal. It's like a thirty five hundred cap, I think. That's crazy. So you, like, you can't do that on a 
yeah on a local night no you know like we need we need like a solid <clears throat> three three to four hundred cap yeah. venue five would be pushing it yeah but but i mean even for like yeah 300 cap venue that was uh, that was all ages even yeah yeah that's crazy showcase was sick for anyone who doesn't know yeah. so we're gonna start a gofundme account for a new <laughs> 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 i mean you know walking blind presents dude <clears throat> yeah that's all there's a whole thing i know we we both know people who've like attempted to buy it and stuff and yeah it's just this i feel like the city kind of the, it. Plain, plain and simple the city didn't want that attention and that in that area area but there's fucking nothing there i know like, that's what pisses me off yeah. the most since since it's been closed <coughs> there has been nothing that's come in there yeah which is like that's it's the most i get angry yeah it, <laughs> it. Off. it was uh like I, I I understand like you don't want to like whatever, it would have felt better if they would have just like as soon as they closed it a couple months later it's whatever the fuck you want it to be or demolish it or demolish it yeah or demolish it like just but it's just it's just been there a reminder of it being of the city of Corona saying we rather this building be empty than to do anything for our youth yeah it's fucked yeah it's fucked. I, uh, there's, I, I feel like I even have pictures of one day me and Martin just, w- we're passing, have it, we're passing by and we're like, Hey, let's take a picture in front of showcase because we miss it. It's just empty parking lot. Everything's boarded up. Yeah. The marquee was still there at the time. It, one of my old coworkers was telling me that he's working at Starbucks and he's like, yeah, he's like, I work at the one he's trying to ex- de- ex- describe it. I was like, oh, man, I was like. Like sixth in Maine, <laughs> like six eighty three South Main Street. Is it by that? Yeah. Is it that? And uh, I was like, "That's by the Showcase Theater. There used to be a venue there." <laughs> it's just like, oh man. Anyway, it's, it's unfortunate, man. It's but, it's sad. Yeah, <coughs> but you know, regardless of where you're at, where you're listening, support local music. Yeah, and if there's a venue, protect it. You know, um, that's something that, that that was really cool about touring was being able to see some. You know, there's a lot. We played a lot of new new spots. Yeah. You know, and um, some places, you know, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> but a lot of times, those venues are the sickest. Yeah. Because everybody's so passionate about right. the the shows there. Yeah, that's like, it. Like too. in Spokane, uh, the Monumental show mm-hmm. that we played last year. It was fucking sick. Yeah, dude. And that's, but that's also, that's sick because of, of who, of who, yeah, of who runs it, yeah. who, um, you know, <clears throat> protect, that's, that's caring about your scene, protecting your scene. Um, and in turn, they, you know, protect the venue, but yeah, throughout, throughout touring, like, there was, there was some, uh, there's some really cool spots that we found on this tour. And, uh, it was nice to see that, like, you know, at least for the most part, I was like, yeah, I feel like, I feel like they're doing a good job of like protecting this. You know, it sounds weird to say that, protect it, but that's literally what you need to do. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> what time is it? Music, music is fun. Music's great. Um, I think we should put together a GoFundMe to also build a venue. 
Uh, <clears throat> or, dude, I, you know, admittedly, I haven't been to the Haven yet. I haven't either. But I, I don't want to be greedy. I want, you know, <coughs> anyone that I support the ha- support the Haven. I want the Haven to, to do well. But, yeah, it'd be rad to have a Riverside venue. A Riverside venue. Yeah. It's like Riverside or, or nothing. Yeah. There, there is enough to go around, too. So, I mean, I've, I've, uh, <clears throat> like, if there, if you, if you, if you can, if, like, we're seeing it right now, like, you, you can, you create something and there's excitement for it, kids will show up. There's this, I'm going to speak this into existence. There's an old firehouse in Riverside across the street. From mm. Right. And I've always had, for like 15 years now, like I've had this dream of like, if I could buy that building. He's want to use the fire pole. Yeah. Yeah. But continue. If I could buy that building, <laughs> I would slide up and down that pole so, <laughs> so often. Uh, <clears throat> no, uh, but like, because, you know, like the old firehouses, one, they're set up with residency quarters and kitchens and stuff like that, whatever. But where the trucks would be, this was what I pictured was where the trucks would be, one of those bay doors, we turn into a venue. Mm. Right, like small, two three hundred cap venue, like just dial in the sound, get it dope, and the rest of it would be <clears throat> like a, a rehearsal space, practice space, office space, and then upstairs in like the residential area, we have our sets, podcasts, mm-hmm. whatever things like that. Right. <clears throat> so, that being said, we it's not just a place where we have to worry about having shows constantly mm. because we need to pay the rent it's like the business is in there take care of it mm. right like the the podcast or like you know whatever else takes care of the space itself but we also have an area for sick ass shows like once twice a week like have like sick ass tour packages come through have like solid bands play these shows mm. at a small like like very personal level venue like something that's like almost like intimate you know what i mean because it's not we're not playing in 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 this massive spot but we can still like you know pack like you know a couple hundred kids in there and make it fun and that's that's been like my for for forever now every time we drive by it crime knows we drive by it and i always look to see if like that for sale sign has gone up or if like, you know, whatever. but I'm pretty sure the city still holds it. Cause the fire department, the new fire department is right behind it and they're mm. still connected. Mm. <clears throat> the garage ne- across the street is for sale next to the mortuary, but not that one. <laughs> so that's, I'm like, <clears throat> and if like, it's one of those things where like, if, if I ever see it pop up for sale, I'll fucking do everything in my power to try and get that. Get, get some that's investors and yeah, so we're starting to go fund <laughs> uh, We got to talk to the city of Riverside. No, um, but yeah, I think it's just like, you know, like I, I really think that Riverside and, you know, even like MTL when like when Carson was was going to sell or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I even like my ears perked up and I was like, who, who are you selling to? Who's who's he going to? And then, like, I, the conversation never even made it there. Like, I never yeah. even got to talk to him about it because of, you know, all that. Yeah. And I walked by there the other night. Uh, Karima and I went to, to dinner in Riverside, and it's, like, some, I don't know, some bar now. It was, like, all Halloweened out and shit. And I was like, hmm. Hmm. Interessante. So. Yeah, man. That's, uh, I got... I got, I got big dreams. 
That's a cool, that's a cool dream. I hadn't thought about the living quarters and stuff too, because you can have bands stay through, yeah. stay there. Or... <clears throat> because like here's here's my like here's like perfect world scenario, right? Like obviously we're building the fields on wheels to take the show to them. Yeah. If they if we had a venue. Like, and practice what I mean, guys, and our offices thinking. are upstairs like dog fucking come hang out and just do the podcast while you're hanging out yeah. like you know Joe and Nate. huh Joe maybe but we won't say Joe it on here you know because somebody now is going to buy that building and be like hey mike check this shit out yeah <clears throat> but, fire starter <laughs> prodigy i don't know fire starter <laughs> it's going to be called flame tattoo flame Lower back. <laughs> Lower back. Steve, man. Steve <laughs> in the Hot Wheels font. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, what, what song are you jamming this week, Mike? Oh, shoot. <clears throat> um, Dang. I don't know. You, you go first. Dude. I love it, him. When you put it, I was like, damn, I've heard this guy for a while. <laughs> I, I love him, dude. I don't care. Trying to see what I, what have I been listening to? <laughs> it's funny. I've been jamming torture culture lately, trying to remember these songs. <laughs> Dude, should I go? If you're going heavy, should I go heavy too? If you want to. What should I last listening to? <clears throat> oh man <laughs> Now you know what I'm going to add on here mm, I know what I'm going to add Bone Thugs and Harmony first uh, Oh my god why am I thinking first of the month <laughs> uh, Crossroads Sick um, I'm going to not just because he's a basically a man crush, and because I have for years campaigned that he's the most underrated singer in pop punk, but I'm gonna do a loss for words. Okay. Um, man, I don't know what song. That sick ass. I want you back. Cover, dude. I w- I mean. I'm going to say this, and we're listening. They, they they cover I Want You Back, and it's so good. It's so good. It's so freaking good. Um, oh, man. I kind of want to just say something from the... the something we'll, we'll, we'll do stamp, stamp of approval. Nice. But also... Oh, man. Also, maybe Hold Your Breath. Hold Your Breath. Hmm. Dang, I hope you guys know we're going to be listening to Lost Forwards all the way to dinner. Yeah. <clears throat> Dude, I... We the, played... <laughs> they're, they're, yeah, go, go. We played together in a fucking uh, storage unit in Temecula. Creative Void, Lost for Words, and somebody else. Dude. Straight up, like, we rolled up to this place, they rolled up the front of the storage unit, and we fucking had a just huge, like, little venue in there. It's sick. It's so sick. It's we so we cool. we met so, we met them on Warp Tour, hustling the lines. Like the first, I think the first year we did it, is when we met them. They're they're doing the same thing, so we, you know, bonded on that. And then it's just one of those things where it's like, 
it's like we'd talk about like our you know music and then like every now and then you know jokingly there'd be like oh throwing like R&B references or something and you're like it's like oh here's okay okay I think I get I I, I don't want to go on a long rant but I hate that they didn't become like what you know a band like uh, um, like Story So Far is awesome don't want to take anything away from them but like bands like I don't I don't know how I don't know how they they weren't bigger they were ahead of their time they're ahead of the time they were ahead of their time I even I even put them in like um like I they could have still done they they were they were around when like Newfound Glory was making one of their resurgence mm-hmm. you know like they were like I felt like they could have been they should have done tours with them you know I don't know if it, like if they if their their ties were too close to the hardcore scene I don't know if that was anything but like, I don't know. I put if if you've never listened to Lost for Words, I put Maddie's voice up against anybody in like pop punk or whatever you want to call it. Like, he he we were we had a we had an R and B singer and the pop punk singing and you guys fucked it up. <clears throat> like nobody, what we just, the, yeah. And I don't want to say nobody. Like they had good, good good success. They toured a lot. They did a lot of really cool shit. I just felt like they should have been. The yeah. fucking band, which now he's fronting the world. Yeah, with another, yeah, another fucking, <laughs> another cool band. Sick, like, yeah, so good. Um, biggest, biggest, and it wasn't anybody's fault. It was more like everybody was just busy. But biggest, like fumble, probably for me at least was uh, Maddie and I were supposed to do stuff together when I was doing the Mikey Diamond stuff, and he was doing was a class of class of ninety three years ago. Yeah. Um, he had his own little R&B side project mm-hmm. and I was doing the Mighty Diamond stuff and I was like, yo, we got to do a fucking song together. And he's like, yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. And we just, we never oh, did. Like, oh. Bumble, dude. It would have been the sickest shit, but yeah. <clears throat> well, I love it. Yeah. Again, also the world, the world is right. The what they're called. Yeah. Chair lost for words. And then same dude is Check the vocalist the for the world fucking rips yeah it's so heavy yeah yeah there's there's very there's very few people that i get like angry about when i like i like think about just like like how did this band how how did you guys skip on this band but you had to listen to this band yeah they were just i i honestly think they were just ahead of their time yeah ahead of their time um maybe maybe he was too armed i don't know no no, I think that the resurgence of pop punk happened after. Like, pop punk was, you know, it's not one of those things. Pop punk's never gone away completely. Right. But, like, this big, like, resurgence, like, with Stories of Far and State Champs and, like, seeing pop punk as, like, a mainstay again. Yeah. What came after Lost for Words was already, I don't know if they called it quits or if they were just... I mean, they did. They did a ton of cool shit. Like they've done, and they toured. They toured a lot. It's just like, uh. yeah, yeah. If they were to come back, though, Maddie, come back, Maddie, Maddie, come back. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get out of here. Uh, At Walking Blind Pod everywhere. Uh, Make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe. Yes, all that jazz. We love you guys. We'll see you guys soon. Peace. No way to handle my aggression. Let me do my fucking game.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.